Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes, I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. We've got a big show for you today, friends, and I hope that you'll stay with us for the full amount. Uh, Kevin Sorbo, the actor, will be with us a little bit later on in the hour. Kelsey Bowler is here, uh, per normal, on these Thursdays. And we start with some uh, breaking news from General Jack Keene and Michael Goodwin. Don't go anywhere. It's Kevin McCullough Radio, and it starts right now. Binge thinking. Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Um... The voting continues. They continue, continue, continue to count the votes. Uh, And what's going to happen in the House of Representatives? Did you know, uh, on another note, that there's been a temporary ceasefire called in Russia and Ukraine's conflict? A little bit later on, commemorating a good friend with a good friend. We will talk with Kelsey Bowler about uh, the uh, meaningfulness of this day. And also uh, a brand new action thriller from Kevin Sorbo. As he'll be here to tell us why we should go see it. But let's start with Michael Goodwin from the New York Post, one of my favorite guests of all time, just simply because he is just uh, emanating common sense everywhere he goes. And, uh, Michael, if we were to look at the Congress right now, um, I think common sense would not be something that most Americans uh, appear to be uh, viewing there. I, I, I just anecdotally, I, I'm at the gym this morning. I'm finishing up uh, my, my yoga class. There's a whole bunch of uh, people in that class that I don't think pay any attention to news at all. And they're mocking what's going on in the House of Representatives. Uh, your thoughts on where we stand right now? Well, Kevin, uh, your your classmates there in yoga are are correct. I mean, there's no way to defend this. This is not a defensible spectacle that we're watching. I know the the holdouts uh, against Kevin McCarthy are claiming that uh, uh, you know th- this is the only way to recreate the Republican Party, the only way to put a break on the Biden administration's crazy policies and all of that. But it, you know the the math doesn't add up to that. When you have two hundred and three people on one side and twenty on the other. You you can't reasonably be claiming to be the soul of the party. I mean, if the party's not with you, you are not its leader, and you should not be uh, crowing about how you are the pure ones. When if the others are all evil, then you ought to start your own party. If if they're that corrupt, then you ought to go somewhere else. But this idea that 
we 20, you know, are the, are the brave and the pure, uh, it's just silly. It, it, it doesn't look that way from the outside. There's nothing they can say about it, uh, I think, that would change people's minds. And that, that is not necessarily a defense of Kevin McCarthy. I understand some of the criticisms of him, and, and they are right. He is a fixture in the government. He's been in the leadership a long time. A lot of conservatives are very unhappy with the leadership of the Republican Party, but it's a game of numbers. You don't have the numbers now. You don't even have a viable alternative to defeat him. So why are you making a mockery and sort of making conservatism a punchline for people like you're talking about? I want to challenge the integrity and the character of the 20. They they put themselves forward as as these, um, you know, exhibits of purity. Um, A lot of people don't know that in the negotiations prior to the votes being counted, uh, they made demands of uh, Kevin McCarthy, who conceded at least 20 changes to the rules and to other procedures uh, as they requested. And when they were given their wish list on those 20 items, they came back with more. These are people that are not standing for something. These are people that are moving the goalposts. Look, I think I think the issue of concessions is one that... Uh, you know, we, we've heard a good deal about, and the fact that some of it is just purely personal. And on on the larger point, you know, that, that somehow they are speaking for a much larger audience, that they're speaking for the heart of the Republican Party. The heart of the Republican Party in 2020 and in 2022 was not with the radicals, that it was not with the people. And, and I, you know, the the New York Times insists on calling them ultra-conservatives. I don't think that is appropriate. I don't think they're all ultra-conservatives. I think they're a mixed bag of people, some of whom have good motives uh, but are pursuing the wrong objective the wrong way, and others are really just out for themselves. So if you look at the 203 people supporting Kevin McCarthy, aren't they more representative just by virtue of their numbers? of the country and of Republican voters, the ultimate hubris for these 20 to say, we are, are the pure representatives of Republicans. Boebert won her district by, what, 500 votes as, as an incumbent in a year that was supposed to be a red wave. She won by 500 votes, but now suddenly she's the answer. Uh, Matt Gates, uh, who I think is, is slicker than oil, uh, you know, was investigated for child sex trafficking. It, nothing came of it. No charges were filed. But his partner was indicted, uh, someone he was working with. So, I mean, I don't know the de- all the details of that case, but this does not seem to me a paragon of virtue uh, who, who can claim to be the savior of the Republican Party. I mean, when you look at these people, it just doesn't add up. It doesn't it's not persuasive, and I think it's making a mockery of the people who want the Republicans to slam the brakes on the Biden administration. That's why tens of millions of people voted for a Republican House. This right. was not why they voted for the Republicans. Well, and Michael, consider this. Um, the first agenda item that Kevin McCarthy had put on the table, and this was, this was something that I did not know until just a day or so ago, 
But I've been asking publicly on this show for a good couple of weeks, will there be an emphasis in this Congress to fire the 87,000 IRS agents? If you want to win out of the shoot for the Republicans, keeping your word, doing what you said you would do in the campaign, defund those 87,000 agents out of the shoot. You know what agenda item was? If we ever get a speaker elected, if we ever get to move forward to the business of the country, it's to do exactly that. What if you have Trump endorsing McCarthy, who is arguably the the new voice for the party since he was president and he's, you know, likely to run again. Um, if you have him pushing for McCarthy, if you have, um, you know, the modern day free speech champion Elon Musk saying Kevin McCarthy's the guy. How, where are these 20 coming up with this? We're the avant garde change of guard that's going to you know, be perfect in what we do. I thought that's what Trump brought. I thought that's what Elon Musk is bringing to free speech. They're saying that this is, and I, I think one last thing. I think that people have tried to make Kevin McCarthy turn him into Paul Ryan, and I don't think they're anything alike. Um, the, the owner of Salem Communications, Ed Atzinger, has mentored Kevin McCarthy since basically he was a junior congressman. And we have deep respect for Congressman McCarthy around the Salem ranks. It just doesn't add up, Michael. And I'm so glad that uh, we get to have your uh, say on this. Your, your final thought. Well, I, I agree with you that uh, they've managed to paint McCarthy as some kind of villain. Now, he may not be everything to all people, but he has the votes. He has, you know, 90 percent of the votes. Yep. That has to mean something in a, in a two-party system, uh, because otherwise you can't function. And look, I, I mean, you mentioned about the IRS agents. Uh, this, to me, portends the, an inability to get anything done, because if any time five people can scuttle the party, which is what this majority allows, five people can, can kill any piece of legislation, and look what they're doing. I mean, they're really laying the roadmap for how to get nothing done in the next two years. I mean, Which it's, means it's they're going to hand the House right back to the Democrats in 24 if they keep this nonsense Absolutely. Up. All right, Michael Goodwin, read him in the New York Post. Michael, thank you. Happy New Year. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough, we still got a huge show coming up. Uh, stay right here. This is Carol Platt, Liebau for townhall.com. The holidays are a time when family is front and center. But tragically, a growing percentage of American adults has no living spouse or biological children. It's a result of baby boomers' lower marriage rates, higher divorce rates, and higher rates of childlessness than earlier generations. And that, in turn, is because of the truly big lie embedded in American culture for almost 50 years. We've been told real female success is defined by a job. Anything keeping a woman from the workforce has been portrayed as unfair and sexist. Children have been caricatured as burdens, whose arrival spells the end of any fun. Now we're paying the price. From the women who will never cuddle a grandchild, to the alienated, lonely men, to the children deprived of the extended family that serves as an additional support system. It's time to expose the big lie and restore the joy of family. I'm Carol Platt-Lebow. The WMCA January Ministry of the Month is Turning Point with Dr. David Jeremiah. When the Word of God is dwelling in your heart, you don't read the book just to see what it says. You read the book to see what to do. Listen weekday mornings at 1030. Everything about your life changes because God's Word is in you bearing its fruit in your life. 
Listen mornings at 7 to win a gift from the ministry. Turning Point, the January Ministry of the Month on WMCA. AM570, The Mission, doesn't have to stop when you turn off the radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app. Just search AM570, The Mission. Take us wherever you go. AM570, The Mission, WMCA. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeart Alexa or Odyssey.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. Select quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. For over 60 years, World Missionary Evangelism has reached out to impoverished and suffering children and people in many countries, meeting both their spiritual and physical needs. Join us for the World Missionary Evangelism broadcast as we work together to impact the globe. The World Missionary Evangelism broadcast, Monday through Friday on this station. Weeknights at 8.30 on WMCA. The greatest red carpet you'll ever walk is through your front door. We're Dr. Josh and Christy Straub, marriage and leadership coaches and hosts of the Famous at Home podcast. With a realistic, grace-filled look at the struggles families face today, we cover topics designed to help you become a rock star under your roof, set healthy rhythms between work and home, and build a rock-solid marriage. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Famous at Home on your favorite podcast platform. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And the big news day rolls on. I was at the gym this morning, actually, when my um, little news alert went off on my phone. And I looked down and saw that... um, uh, Vladimir Putin had called a ceasefire in Ukraine. Now, that was the headline. Turns out it's not a permanent ceasefire, uh, but does it represent at least uh, something in the ongoing conflict uh, in Ukraine and where we are as the really harshest part of the winter is about to hit? Uh, Joining us to discuss is our good friend, General Jack Keane. He is a retired four-star general, the chairman of the Institute for the Study of War and a Fox News senior strategic analyst. General, Happy New Year. First time we've had a chance to chat since the calendar rolled over. What does it mean? What do you make of it that he's calling this two-day ceasefire to observe uh, Orthodox Christmas? Yeah, I wouldn't make too much of it. It's a tactic used by uh, Putin. He's done it a lot since 2014 in Ukraine and also uh, in Syria. He usually uses it uh, to reposition his forces and regroup with them. And the lengthy ceasefires that he's gone involved in, in other words, that 
they were thought to be permanent, he's always usually the first one to violate it. But this one is uh, around the holiday uh, more than anything else. It's temporary. Uh, and I don't think it indicates much of anything to come, uh, which would what people's expectations may be. I, I, I don't yeah. believe yeah. we're in for a permanent ceasefire. One of the primary reasons, Kevin, so our audience understands, it's literally not in the interest of the Ukrainians. I just spent a couple of hours yesterday with the Ukrainian ambassador to the United States uh, in the embassy with their, their defense attache, and they are absolutely adamant about retaking more territory and liberating their people from the suffering that they're undergoing under Russian occupation. And that's what they're about. They still believe they have capacity to do that and certainly want the help to do it. We're into January of 23. Uh, Putin's been at this a number of months. Uh, it has not gone, I don't think, the way he thought it was going to go or at least desired for it to go. Um, we're, we're about to enter a very cold, harsh period of weather uh, there. Um, what do you see happening in the first uh, part of this year in terms of where there is this a frozen conflict? Are they simply checkmated until warmer weather? What happens here? No, actually, the ground is freezing, so the mobility will, will be actually uh, quite good, although you know, obviously the weather will be cold, but the Ukrainians and are much more used to this, and so the, uh, the Russians are uh, as well, but the Ukrainians are, are very used to it. Um, and they'll be able to conduct uh, offensive operations here as the ground freezes, and we'll see some of that uh, take place. Uh, the, the Ukrainians are, are playing it pretty close to their chest, Kevin, um, in terms of what where they're going to launch the next counteroffensive. It could be in the Luans portion of the Donbass region, which is in the east, or maybe in the Saporizhia Oblast, the head down towards a town called Melitopol, not to be confused with Mariupol, but they're both down near the Sea of Azov. And that would literally, if they did the second one, that would cut off uh, the Russians' uh, land bridge to Crimea, which is something they wanted strategically. So. For a fact, the Ukrainians are planning an offensive, and the Russians are gathering forces uh, to do much of the same. But we at the Institute of the Study of War do not think the Russians are capable of really generating anything near a major offensive operation, even though they're advertising uh, the likelihood of doing something like that. They, they just don't have, uh, while they have the force numbers, they don't have the force capability. Their performance has just been so inadequate, and it continues to be that way. Where does where does that come from, by the way? Because I know that when I was a kid and the Soviet Union still existed, there was great fear about the the ferociousness of the Soviet forces. Why why is the Russian will so pathetic uh, in this effort? It seems very almost apathetic in some ways. It's interesting that you brought up the past because. We did make the Soviet Union uh, 10 feet tall, and our intelligence services contributed to that, and so did the military services. I was in the Army uh, during all of that Cold War, most of it, and having come in in 66. And when the Soviet Union collapsed, and we really got to see the, the Soviet Union military up close, we had associations with them, uh, etc. during the 1990s, uh, they were nowhere near... Uh, what was advertised. So we overestimated their capabilities then, 
and but we significantly overestimated their capabilities now. I'll tell you something that we've discovered is that the level of corruption, uh, Kevin, is quite dramatic inside the defense establishment and the Russian hierarchy. Literally billions of dollars have been siphoned off that's supposed to go to added capacity to the Russian military, have been siphoned off by oligarchs, by generals, by bureaucrats. And this has been going on uh, for some time. And another thing we found out uh, is that when they produce a new product, like the S-400 air defense system that they have is one of the best in the world, yeah. they sell it. Yeah. They sell it first before they field it to their troops because they want the money. And that's one of the reasons why we were saying, well, we didn't see the, the numbers of equipment and the quality of the equipment that we know that they have. Um, so those are a couple of reasons. But there's deep-seated problems with leadership, proper training, discipline, and, and how to motivate and inspire a force. Uh, to do something as challenging as combat operations, they are just inept at doing something like that. Well, it seems to me, General, that if that is all true, um, that Putin's really got himself into a mess here. And if the will by the Ukrainians is to eventually run them out, does that happen? Do the do the Ukrainians retake all the territory? Do they do they end twenty twenty three kind of back in charge of their own land? Yeah, I mean, you put your finger on a major issue, and this is what I was dealing with in the embassy yesterday. I mean, I, the way I characterize how this administration is handling this, you're publicly supporting Ukraine for sure. Commendable the amount of equipment that we have given them and what the other countries have, have given them as well. But I really believe what we're trying to do is make certain that Ukraine does not lose. But we're not willing to invest all out in helping them to win. And that is the point that you're getting at. We've got a Russian military here that's back on its heels. And it's not likely to change very much. And the Ukrainians truly have an opportunity to retake significant amount of territory. But we've got to give them what they want. And we're not doing that. They want tanks and armored vehicles. They want long-range missile systems that go beyond HIMARS, which we have. Right. They want sophisticated right. air drones that we have. Gray Eagle is one of them. There's a couple of others uh, that they want. And they would also like to have their pilots trained on F-16s, which are heading to the boneyard and are available, but we're reluctant to do that. If, they, if we gave them those kinds of uh, equipment densities, it would really give them an advantage in terms of going on the offensive and retaking the territory that they have. The quickest way to stop the suffering is not to protract the war into some no. kind of stalemate situation. Go win it. Putin yeah. It's yeah. Go, win it. go win the war. I hope you have a very uh, happy uh, 2023. Happy New Year. Thank you for being back with us, and we'll talk to you again soon. Sure. Yeah, always good talking to you and your audience. Thank you. You got it. There he goes. General Jack Keane. Appreciate him uh, tremendously. All right. Coming up next, uh, Kelsey Bowler and a little bit later on, uh, Kevin Sorbo. Don't go away. Listen to Global Spiritual Revolution Radio with Bishop Larry Gators. Bishop Gators is 100% pro-Christ, pro-life, pro-Constitution, pro-U.S., and pro-President Donald Trump. Tune in Monday nights at 930 on AM 570 WMCA. Don't miss it. 
During the COVID-19 pandemic, they closed our churches down. Suicide rates are exploding. Drug and alcohol use is ravaging America. And there's no church to bring the hope. The new documentary, Super Spreader, follows the controversial fight for religious freedom. You can no longer sing in church anymore. I was like, okay, it's on. Christian singer and activist Sean Foyt leading what's called Let Us Worship. It brought intense criticism from politicians and mainstream media. If Jesus were here right now, he absolutely would wear a mask. But this bold stand against tyranny brought hope to a country in chaos. It's wild that this is happening in America, and it's wild that people are okay with it. He called it a worship protest. Christians are rising up, I'm telling you guys. Don't miss Super Spreader, the most inspirational movie of our time. Here's a move of God that's going to change America. Super Spreader. Watch it now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Late summer this year, you can join Alistair Begg on a fascinating Mediterranean cruise. We'll be visiting Palermo, Italy, where streets are filled with fascinating artisan studios, vibrant restaurants, and beautiful cathedrals. It was the Apostle Paul who brought Christianity to the island of Sicily, and his influence can be seen today in many works of art on the island. And of course, I get to teach the Bible, the geography, helping to make it come alive as never before. Join Alistair Begg for a -a once-in-a-lifetime Mediterranean cruise. Immerse yourself in the wonder of some of the world's most famous cathedrals, museums, and works of art. We'll be sailing on Norwegian Cruise Line's newest ship, the luxurious Viva. For details, log on to deeperfaithcruise.com. Then call 855-565-5519 to join. 855-565-5519. Inspiration Cruises and Tours is a trusted partner of Salem Media Group. Are you encouraged by the message of WMCA? Then follow us on Instagram for more inspiration. Just search AM570 The Mission and start following us. Before you know it, our scripture verses and inspirational quotes will become a source of refuge as you scroll. AM570 The Mission. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity, it's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Um, and a number of years ago, you know that across the Kevin McCullough platforms, there was a big emphasis that I made on um, beginning to include more female voices into the discussion, um, and uh, maybe more so than anywhere else in talk radio, uh, for the very, I felt like, important reason at the time that uh, if if guys were just talking to guys, it's just like an all-boys club uh, on talk radio, that you're... You're really missing out on, at minimum, half the discussion, and and many times you're missing out on its most important wisdom that can be uh, brought to the discussion, as my bride proves to me on a regular basis. Um, My next guest uh, was a part of that class and has come all the way through, uh, but she was also a very good friend of someone that we're remembering as well, and she has been fighting for women's rights uh, ever since. She's a member of the Independent Women's Forum, and she rejoins us. Kelsey Bowler is her name. It was kind of cool to hear my bride just yesterday um, telling somebody about all of the talented 
uh, women that Kevin has on the show. And it, I just I feel very blessed to have uh, the kind of the brain trust that we have here. And um, we're going to talk about Bree Payton, who was also kind of a, a, a founding member of that class uh, here as well. There are a bunch of bills that are slated to be coming forward, whether it's in the Congress or in uh, state uh, assemblies that are all pushing the LGBTQ agenda further, harder, deeper, stronger than we have seen in the past. And a big piece of that is something that you've been talking about nonstop for the last year or so, which is this uh, uh, transgenderism issue. And you made a very, it struck me when you said it, a statement where you said, Kevin, I'd like to be able to tell you that we've made progress in the school districts and in other areas as it, as it deals with these issues. But you said, actually, it's continuing to get worse. Here at the beginning of 23, looking ahead for what women are facing and what girls are facing in the year to come, What's your assessment of where we are and kind of what we need to know, think about, and react to as we go forward? This is happening on two fronts. One, you just mentioned, through legislation, we know the LGBT activists who are very well-funded are putting forth a number of pieces of legislation, both on the state and the federal level, um, a piece of legislation that comes to mind that uh, officially became policy in, in reality in California is it's the, the state of California is now a sanctuary uh, for children to get these um, so-called gender affirming treatments and surgeries. This is pretty terrifying. Um, parents in other states don't feel that they have protection over their kids. If they travel to California, they can seek these medical procedures. And we know what happens in California does not stay in California. Mm -hmm. So we very much can expect that type of legislation to be introduced at the federal level. Luckily, uh, Republicans have control of the House, although it doesn't appear they have any control over anything uh, right now. Uh, but there is some hope that, you know, these uh, very radical pieces of legislation can be stopped. What does the scope of the opposition look like? How big is it? Are there organized groups pushing it? What do we know about the organization behind it thus far? This is really a billion dollar industry. There are so many profit motives to continue putting children on puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones that at times it feels insurmountable to fight against. And that is part of the reason it is so difficult to change perspectives on this because the medical profession is so dug in, in part because they are captured by the profit motives. Once you hook a child on puberty blockers, it is very likely that they're going to go on to cross-sex hormones. And from there, they will be sewn into the medical industrial con complex. They will have doctor's appointments for their entire lifetime due to the many side effects that these drugs entail. Real briefly, uh, Kelsey, I want to touch on the four-year anniversary of the passing of Bree Payton. She uh, was a guest on my show before you were. In fact, I ended up meeting you because of her, and we have been able to do great work ever since then. But it does seem hard to believe that it was four years ago that Bree was taken from us so tragically. Yeah, her voice is so missed. I uh, selfishly think about all the projects I would have been doing with her. We co-hosted a podcast together and that was, you know, we were both very young in our careers. You know, so much has changed in four years. 
um, I can only imagine what she would have been doing now and uh, sort of to have that sidekick as a woman in conservative media. I, I miss that camaraderie so much. She was such a beautiful figure, uh, both in her private life and in her public life. Uh, she really put her money where her mouth was, volunteering at pregnancy uh, centers, always putting her faith and family first. Um, so, you know, she, she, I, I named my daughter's middle name after her because I do want to keep her memory alive. And there's so much that I continue to admire about the way she lived her life every day. Yeah, that's well said. Kelsey, we're grateful for you and thank you for a great 22. And we look forward to helping you fight the good fight in 23. Thank you for spending time with us. Thank you, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Okay, girls, ready to go? Yeah! Mom, I'm hungry. Can I have a snack? Me too, Mommy. You want a snack? Yeah! Got it? Children learn from our behaviors. Mommy, can you open this, All right, please? hold on one second. Okay. Okay, here. Thank you. They learn what is okay from the adults they see. Mommy, are you on your phone? If you're a distracted driver, <laughs> chances are... They will be too. What kind of driver are you raising? Funded by the Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. The WMCA January Ministry of the Month is Turning Point with Dr. David Jeremiah. When the Word of God is dwelling in your heart, you don't read the book just to see what it says. You read the book to see what to do. Listen weekday mornings at 1030. Everything about your life changes because God's Word is in you bearing its fruit in your life. Listen mornings at 7 to win a gift from the ministry. Turning Point, the January Ministry of the Month on WMCA. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the calls would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like... uh. One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Do you want to walk in integrity and victory, forever transformed by the power of God? Join Pastor Ray Hegestilianos of Living Word Christian Church of White Plains, New York, weekday afternoons at 2 for More Than Conquerors. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. Remember, just because the journey gets difficult, it doesn't mean God's not in it. More Than Conquerors, weekday afternoons at 2 on WMCA. 
Do you want to send your child to a Christian school but are overwhelmed by the cost? Then WMCA's discount tuition program may be right for you. The discount tuition program is a way for parents to send their children to a quality Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition. We've partnered up with some of the leading schools in the New York, New Jersey metro area to help parents to reduce the costs and still have their children receive a quality, faith-based education. Here are just a few of the participating schools. Gateway Academy, Upper Room Christian School, Bergen County Christian Academy. You can see the full list of participating schools at WMCA.com. WMCA is also offering each school the opportunity to promote their school with a full radio advertising campaign. For more information on how you can send your children to a Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition or how you can get your school enrolled in the program, go to WMCA.com or call Rachel at 212-857-9630. That's 212-857-9630. Cable news. Noisy, out of touch, on repeat. Tired of all the lookalikes? So are we. Salem News Channel is here to change the game. Streaming 24-7, free on your TV, with the greatest collection of conservative voices. Home to Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wokow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Like you, we say what's wrong and what's right. Unfiltered and unapologetic. Salem News Channel. We're the answer to the mainstream media. Learn more at snc.tv. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. Very glad to have you uh, with us and uh, very excited to have my next guest back. Uh, he and his wife like to make all kinds of trouble uh, of the good sort. Um, and I kind of like his name. His first name's Kevin. Uh, Mr. Sorbo, it's good to see you again. Thanks for being here. It is the Kevin Club for, for sure. No <laughs> question about that. I when I, I did the first time I did Letterman back in the Hercules years, it was Kevin Klein was the first guest. Then it was me, the second guest. Then they had a guy Kevin Moore or Anderson. He was a comedian. Yeah, yeah. And then and Letterman said, if any Kevin can you know hold up to his you know make his commitment, they cut the Kevin Spacey in a glass jar with a guy ready to break it open. <laughs> so, that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. funny. That's pretty good. Well, um, proud to be a part of the Kevin Club. Um, hey, um, you've got a, a, a new uh, feature film that's coming out. And, you know, the Left Behind brand, because yeah. I was actually working at Moody Bible Institute when Jerry Jenkins was writing the books. So this, sure. this goes back a ways. I actually, I think I played uncredited actors of about five different varieties in the radio dramas that were done. And that long preceded oh. the, uh, the the formal uh, motion pictures. Um, but this is a franchise that has had hit or miss uh, opportunities. And sure. when I saw the trailer for Left Behind, The Antichrist, which uh, debuts this month, um, I was blown away. Uh, the level of uh, talent that is in this thing and the uh, what, what looks, how the picture looks and feels, at least from what I've seen so far. Why did you sign on? What was it about it that made you interested? Uh, and not just the money. Uh, give me the give me the real story on it. I didn't take the big bucks. Trust me. I'm a big fan of the books. I mean, I read the books, and then I know that uh, you know, uh, Kirk Cameron did it back in 2000, 2001. The last movie they came out about eight years ago with Nicolas Cage. I took over that role of Rayford Steele, the pilot in right. this movie. Right. Um, they they came to me after um, the last one came out. They got inundated with letters because at the same time that movie came out, my movie God's Not Dead came out. So they got all these people saying, why did you book Nicolas Cage? You should have booked Kevin Sorbo for that role. <laughs> and so they got a hold of me, and it just took 
this long a time to finally work things out with their schedules and my schedules and projects and stuff. So two years ago, they said, hey, we're ready to do this. They did a big rewrite in the script. They made it a very modern day in terms of when I say modern day. Well, it's talking about what the world's going on right now, right? Because right. we live in crazy, insane times right now with all this anger and hatred and divisiveness. And this feels like, well, maybe the, we, maybe the rapture is just around the corner. So the movie picks up six months later. And uh, but I, I jumped on board right away. They let me direct, direct this thing as well. I was very honored to do that. It's it is darker um, because let's face it. If there's if all the Christians of the world have, have been have disappeared, right. uh, there's going to be a lot of people. Violence is probably going to pick up. Confusion is going to pick up. Fear is going to pick up. And uh, we cover that in the movie. And uh, they like it so much at Cloud Ten. Paul Alon and his group of people and. They said, you know, let's do the next one. So they're writing it now. Oh, probably, wow. I'll probably be directing that one later this year. So, a little bit of, little um, bit of breaking excited. news here with uh, Kevin Sorbo. I know. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Leftbehindmovie.com shows you a trailer and shows you what theater is showing near you. we got 1,500 screens now. Talk to me a little bit about the cast because you've got some of my favorite actors involved in this. But you had to get some people that were ready to embody this, and you've got, you've got some really good performers. Well, we got Neil McDonough, who's been a dear friend for years, and we've always talked about working together. Loved in fact, him in Band of Brothers. I just, oh, I just, he was in Yellowstone. And Yellowstone, Yellowstone, yeah. I didn't care as much for that character, but the character that he played in Band of Brothers just was fantastic. Well, yeah, jaw dropping. Yeah. Just he's, he's got a great body of work. Bailey Chase, um, Bailey and I uh, have known each other th for the years as well. I got him involved in it. Uh, Corbin Burnson. Uh, I've known Corbin for years. The only time I ever worked with him before was I did an episode of Psych. He, he plays the father <laughs> on that series. So I, I did an episode as the bounty hunter. And, um, you know, uh, my wife's in it. My son is in it. I made him audition for it. He had to audition for it. They ended up, Paul ended up liking him so much, he wrote his role bigger as the movie was being Really? Shot. Well, congrats yeah. on that. Yeah, and he wants him back in the next one as well. But he's a, he's a darn good actor, and he's worked hard on it with, you know, classes through the years and everything. That was he and I just shot a movie in Montana uh, uh, last year, last fall, um, and it's a it's a um, it's an apocalypse type movie, uh, and it was, it was just sort of fun to be working with him again. And he just did a wonderful job. I came on, I, I kind of just did. I only worked like five days on it. He worked about three weeks on it, so wow. he's got a really big role in it. But um, I'm honored to be part of this thing, and my 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 background goes. You talked about uh, Jerry Jenkins. Well, Jerry Jenkins funded the first really faith-based movie I ever did with his son Dallas Jenkins directing called right. What If. And I've always told people, I said, look, What If came out a couple years before God's Not Dead. Same writers, Chuck and Carrie. But in my book, What If's a better movie than God's Not Dead. So I hope people get a chance to watch that sometime. Talk to me about what you hope 2023 holds for you. What, what are you looking forward to? What's, what's on your heart? You know, I got a couple of wonderful movies coming out. And I, I, that sort of became about 12 years ago. That sort of became the road I wanted to go down and do movies that had a better message than what Hollywood's putting out there. And, uh, you know, I'm certainly not a perfect human being, but I see what Hollywood's doing and the agendas they got going and what public education has done to kids. And I, I just want to do movies that Hollywood used to do. Well, how much do you enjoy the fact that all of the streaming services for faith and family oriented uh, consumers are thriving so well? I mean, you've got Pure Flix, you've got Affirm, you've got Sal yep. Salem's in the business now with Salem, SalemNow.com yep. and others. Um, but it looks like, you know, the, the, the great digital landscape when it used to just be, you know, just HBO and just one or two of these others, now you've got a lot of options for people that really do want this type of content. And I hope that Hollywood's hearing that. I hope that people are saying, hey, there's audiences for this stuff. 
You know, I hope they do too. And I did a movie called Let There Be Light that I directed. It came out about four or five years ago. It opened number two per screen average against Thor Ragnarok, a $300 million movie. So <laughs> I remember Netflix that. actually called me and said, hey, we want to open an inspirational division. I had four meetings over a couple months. Nothing really happened, which is too bad. There's 80 million homes out there, Kevin, that want the kind of product that your guys are doing, what we're doing. And I, people are, they're finding these places to go to, to find things they can find for families. I get stopped all the time by people saying, please do more movies like Let There Be Light and Soul Surfer. You know, it's that people want it. And for whatever reasons, Hollywood's ideology and hate towards Christians and conservatives, they just don't do it, which is weird to me because they're still a capitalist business. They can pretend they love socialism, but you and I know they will still want to make a profit. You see the kickback, I mean, on kickbacks, the negativity surrounding Disney, surrounding Netflix, because their profits have gone down and subscriptions have gone down because people People are sick of it. Yeah. Well, and it, they kind of correspondingly went down when they started getting more woke and adding more stuff to it. And yeah. it's going to be interesting to see where Disney heads with uh, bringing back the uh, the former head. I hope that they go in a, a positive direction, but there's no guarantee of it for sure. Uh, Kevin, it's always a pleasure to, to have you and to talk to you. The movie opens on the 26th. And uh, again, if they want tickets or they want to see the trailer, it's leftbehindmovie.com. Leftbehindmovie.com. De- definitely check it out. And they go to sorbostudios.com as well for more information on there. So uh, please, please check it out. And I do got to throw out, my wife and I are hosting another trip to Israel in May, and it's called sorboisraeltrip.com. We did it three years ago. It was fantastic. We only have eight spots left open. So if people want to have a trip of a lifetime to go to Israel to walk in the footsteps of Jesus, sorboisraeltrip.com. Check it out. Well, and to get to go with you two, that, that's the real uh, we'll be there. Leftbehindmovie.com. Leftbehindmovie.com. Yes, Kevin, always great to see you, talk to you. Many congratulations. Give my best to your beautiful bride as well. I will, and have Happy New Year, everyone. We'll talk to you. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now, and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major your investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Hi, Kevin McCullough. What if I told you that you could save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you. They're offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant girls and women who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. So your gift today can save a baby's life. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or go online to WMCA.com. Just $28 can give a mother a chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside of her. $140 can do this for five girls or women. $280 can do this for 10. Whether you want to save one baby, five, or hundreds, that opportunity is just a click or phone call away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. 
or go online to WMCA.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, as we sit and have this conversation, they are still counting. Uh, and I, I I want you to hear uh, what we're not getting done while we don't have a Speaker of the House elected. Three fundamental things we have to get done in the 118th Congress. We, we have a border that is no longer a border. We have a military that can't meet its recruitment goals. We have bad energy policy, bad education policy, record spending, record inflation, record debt, and a government that has been weaponized against we the people, against the very people we represent. Second, we can never, ever let a bill like the one that passed 12 days ago, $1.7 trillion spent, we can never, ever let that kind of legislation pass again. And then finally, third, and this is important, this idea that bureaucrats who never put their name on a ballot but think they run the country, who have assaulted our constituents' First Amendment liberties, they need to be held accountable. We had better come together and fight for these key things, these three things. That's that's what the people want us to do. Jim Jordan's that is uh, that is Jim Jordan uh, talking to the House body yesterday, and Jim Jordan was one of the people that uh, everyone was voting for uh, to be Speaker of the House. That man, Jim Jordan, right there, he's endorsed Kevin McCarthy. Uh, these twenty holdouts, they need to get with the program. We've got we've got a job to do. Those three things alone: the investigations, firing the IRS agents, getting rid of the bureaucrats that uh, imposed lockdowns on us, mask mandates on us. Uh, we, that's what the Congress is there to do. That that's the job. Get rid of the the corruption and to make America uh, function again. I don't know how long these uh, nineteen or twenty are going to do this, but I think it would be worth the while for you to call Congress at two zero two 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 four thirty one twenty one and ask to be connected to your. Uh, congressman's office and encourage your congressman your representative to put pressure on his colleagues to get this vote done if they don't want to go with kevin mccarthy then put up a candidate that can get all 218 votes but he he is scoring more than 90 percent of the vote in every one of the rounds so far they're not peeling others away from him and i don't know how long you continue to go you're not going to get anything done in the congress as long as they continue to do this so call your Congress member, 202-224-3121, 202-224-3121, and encourage them to encourage these 20 to get with the program. we got, we got to move on. We've got a country uh, to try to make better, and we can't do it if we're just casting votes for speaker endlessly. 202-224-3121, 202-224-3121. Kevin McCullough, that's it for me for today. Don't forget, this coming Saturday night on the Salem News Channel, join me for the last, what I think is going to be the last episode of Radio Night Live's original uh, home on the weekend. Uh, the week following, we launched the That Kevin Show. <laughs> but that's a whole different lifetime from now. 
I'm Kevin McCullough. We'll see you next time.